in the eye of the storm. not all as simple as that, is it? Good day. Welcome to Perspectives on America on this eighth day of the month. As I began to work on this program today, watching the news, and I don't mean watch it like on television. I'm watching for headlines. I'm watching for things that I'm receiving on emails and things that I pick up on Newsbreak, on my phones, etc. I am appalled. Yes, we know about the continual invasions. The massive increase of Chinese that are coming to this country now is appalling to me. All of these coming up from South America through Mexico... Mexico just letting these people come all the way. People coming in from Cuba, most of whom are coming through Mexico. People coming from all over the world for so many reasons. There's a story about two pit vipers and a weasel who walked into a bar. Now, recently, Senator Ron Johnson noted that trying to seal and secure the southern border with the Biden regime is like negotiating with arsonists to put out the fire that they had started. 
for all those and you patriotic Americans who still want to try to work in peaceful opposition to these Democratic Party commies. Oh, and they got plenty of Republican buddies along with them. They all need to push for Congress to pass H.R. 2, the Secure the Border Act of 2023. And that act, which passed through the House, closed loopholes in the law and policy to make it harder for any future presidents to open our borders and cause another catastrophe such as the one that Biden has created on our southern border. It all imposed strict limits to asylum. It would build the border wall. It would codify Trump's remain in Mexico policy and had accountability mechanisms in place to make certain that the law would be enforced. I wish that I still had as much faith as I used to have in the American people and the mechanisms that used to ensure the peaceful resolution of our differences and the peaceful transfer of power. But my friends, we face a far different animal today in this Marxist-Maoist movement that has practically torn the heart from this nation. And while many may disagree with me, I cannot shake the nagging inkling that we're far past the point where the press box and the ballot box or the jury box will correct America's course. Maybe it's as simple as breaking open the ammo box and preparing for what's to come. For you see, all of this is just another betrayal of America. It has become the murder of the American culture. America finds herself in the clutches of some of the most evil, vile, damned, anti-American, traitorous sons of you-know-whats that most of us could never have imagined from within both parties. And as of this most recent bipartisan border deal released on February the 4th, just days ago, and it exposed for all to see once again, treacherous men and women under Joe Biden and all throughout Congress worked tirelessly for months to push through this bill that is nothing less than a bill to codify more personal to accelerate the processing and the release of millions of more illegal invaders into the country and to establish a de facto amnesty for them with a Republican stamp of approval as other traitors to America within the ranks of the Democrat Party move to ensure that these illegal aliens can vote in the next presidential election? Of course, we are all looking forward to Mayorkas Magoo being jerked out of his position. And they all ran from that. And he's now run scot-free once again. So, amongst my opening comments, 
made reference to two old vile pit vipers and a weasel. Who are we talking about? Senators Mitch McConnell, up Chucky Scummer, and James Lankford. They sat in the dark back rooms of some underground bar for months and emerged to deliver the worst border bill in U.S. history. They may as well have punched every American citizen square in the face, but that bill showed no regard for the desire of some 70% of Americans for the Biden regime to stop the flood of illegals across our southern border. Now, and to see to the safety of our communities. As of two days ago, in his usual arrogant, foolish manner, Joey tried to blame former President Trump and the MAGA Republicans for causing and weaponizing the border security issue. Which is precisely what Biden did from the very first day he took office by signing one executive order after the next to undo every border security act implemented by Trump that had slowed illegal immigration to a trickle. Biden's actions have unleashed one tidal wave of illegal aliens after another on this country for the purpose of increasing the Democratic Party's power base and creating new districts in need of representatives. Since, of course, the number of representatives for each state is determined by the census, which counts all residents, including illegal invaders. All of this serves the Democratic Party communist agenda, my friends, to keep power, to overwhelm and minimize the power of the conservative, traditionalist population of America, while disenfranchising America's natural-born citizens. You know, I read a headline. I didn't read the article, but I saw a headline a couple of hours ago. Alaska is now getting ready to send people down to the border. That will just be another state that's getting involved, trying to stop this insanity. Isn't it amazing, in hindsight, to recall just how well Trump's Remain in a Mexico policy worked to stop or slow up the flow of illegals? And so it becomes maddening to hear Biden suggest that the border crisis is Trump's making when Biden has had the power to shut the border down on the very first day after his inauguration, especially since the demon craps held a majority in both houses of Congress. And yet, Biden now suggests he could act to secure the border if only the current Congress will pass this McConnell-Schumer-Lankford deal, which supposedly would give Biden new emergency authority to shut down the border when it becomes overwhelmed. It's already been overwhelmed, Joey. But then you see Biden is lying to America once again. Since he currently has presidential authority under the Immigration and Nationality Act of 1952. 
Title VIII, Section 12, to stop any or all entry across our borders and to detain and deport all illegal aliens if Joey only would. But you see, he just doesn't want to do so. As that would go against the plan to fundamentally transform America into a weakened country under the control of totalitarian communists. But then I must honestly say that Joey's not in control anyway. There are totalitarian communists hiding in the woodpile, guiding him to exactly what he is to do. So you see, the hubris of this jackass that some people call president, this grand fool, is astounding. As he has done not one damned worthwhile thing to seal our border and stop the invasion in over three years. But then, of course, now due to a constant din and uproar in the American public against his terrible open border policy, Joey suddenly had a change of heart. And on February the 4th, once again, just four days ago, he stated that if you believe, as I do, that we must secure the border now, doing nothing is not an option. He must have forgotten those words six seconds after he said them. Because he said nothing along those lines since. Look, if, if, if Trump theoretically could be impeached for having made a phone call to Ukraine, Biden could sure as hell be impeached over his failure to do his duty to protect and defend the U.S. and our borders as prescribed by the U.S. Constitution. Every damned rat bastard who has had a hand in this ongoing betrayal of America should be removed and banned from ever serving in any government position again. And they should be made to face charges of dereliction of duty, government malfeasance, and gross negligence, along with an array of any other applicable charges, up to and including treason, against the U.S. My friends, this current border crisis is the most egregious, unconscionable, and despicable thing that I have ever witnessed perpetrated by people who are supposed to be watching over and protecting America. And the bipartisan bill negotiated by Senator Langford assigned $20 billion to border security while handing Ukraine another $60 billion for its military and another $14 billion in military aid to Israel. And in addition, it also included $10 billion in humanitarian aid to civilians in Gaza and the Ukraine and other populations caught in a conflict zone. $2.33 billion for Ukrainian and other refugees who are fleeing persecution around the globe. And 
let's not forget the $400 million which will be paid to lawyers for these millions of illegals. You know, it all reads more like a border deal for Ukraine than it is for America, doesn't it? Oh, but it does include $650 million more for our border wall, which might result in 30 more miles of wall on the southern border. And yet still, one certainly must wonder what has happened to all the money that was already appropriated to build the entire border wall during the Trump administration. I mean, supposedly that wall had been completely funded several times over, in fact. Oh, but then we've heard about portions where the wall was torn down. Walls that were built out of um, um, railroad boxes. You know, the, 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 just I can't think of what they're called. The, the, the ones at the trains hall. Great big boxes that would store stuff. And, and, and yet, those things were torn down and sold. You know, Although I'm certain that the Chamber of Commerce Republic rats in the Senate will still attempt to intimidate their fellow Republicans into joining hands with the Democrats and passing this yesterday, and it didn't pass. Of course, McConnell, McConnell was backing away from it. He realized just how badly he and others read the American people, and it probably won't pass the Senate. Several Republicans, few Democrats as well, have already voiced their opposition. It does somehow pass with the support of nine rhinos to achieve a 60-vote filibuster majority. It would attempt to ram it down America's throat through the House. Except I'm afraid what they've done is through its failure, they've rammed it up our tuchuses. Of course, Speaker Johnson who I frankly don't care for. He's kind of a weak suck. There are others that are in adamant opposition to that bill. They've gone out of their way to stop it dead. As they've stated, they would. After reviewing the bill, Speaker Johnson exclaimed that I've seen enough. This bill is even worse than we expected. It won't come close to ending the border catastrophe the president has created. And as the lead Democrat negotiator proclaimed, under this legislation, the border never closes. Well, you know, what Speaker Johnson said was on the money. But I think he's too weak to lead anything. On February the 4th, Senator Ted Cruz loudly objected in a tweet when he said, This is insane. On Schumer's open borders legislation, Republicans shouldn't just vote no. They need to vote hell no. Now, my friends, you know, for most accounts of those who have been able to access the bill, it's become more than clear that the deal wasn't even remotely structured to seal nor secure the borders. All the facts reveal it to be a deceptive piece of garbage which would actually strengthen Biden's open borders policy. 
and allow 5,000 illegal invaders to cross into America every day before a single expulsion would be made. That amounts to 1.8 million illegal invaders per year. Now, essentially, the bill codified Biden's ongoing violation of the Constitution actually compromises a future president's ability to enforce border controls. Now, as noted in the bill, if Trader Joe finds that it is in the national interest to temporarily suspend the border emergency authority, the president may direct the secretary to suspend use of the border emergency authority on an emergency basis. End quote. Well, basically, the border emergency that would supposedly be called at 5,000 crossings per day within a week could be overturned by Biden at any point of his choosing for any reason he could dream up. No matter how unsound it may be. Senator Mike Lee put it straight and in proper perspective when he said that Biden can say anything is in the national interest and thereby suspend the border emergency authority. Don't pretend to be surprised when he does. Or better yet, don't pass this hot mess. Yeah. So now we take a look at Senator James Lankford, a Republic rat. Senator Kristen Cinema, who I've openly referred to as, uh, I can't even remember what I called her. They both lied to America when they swore that it didn't let 1.8 million illegals into the country. One can inspect the bill and see for themselves. And it specifically state mandatory activation. The secretary shall activate the border emergency authority if, one, during a period of seven consecutive calendar days, there's an average of 5,000 or more aliens who are encountered each day, or two, on any calendar day that a combined total of 8,500 or more aliens are encountered. What about calculation of activation? In general, for purposes of subparagraphs A and B, the average for the applicable seven-day period shall be calculated using, first, the sum of or the number of encounters that occur between the southwest land border ports of entry of the United States, Secondly, the number of encounters that occur between the ports of entry along the southern coastal borders, and, well, it goes on and on. What I've shared with you are exact specifics which were published and released this week, four days ago at 6.13 a.m., in the evening. Look, this bill carried a clause that mandated routing any and all litigation 
over the ongoing illegal alien invasion through the federal court in D.C., which is currently an entity that supports the Biden regime's open borders and coddling and the feeding and the housing of our country's invaders as it's full of Marxist Maoist judges who are intent on empowering Biden's dismantling and destruction of the U.S. Republic. It also allows these economic migrants or illegal aliens to get quick asylum hearings by allowing them to present their case to the Immigration Services Department rather than actually stand before any immigration judge. Essentially, having the Biden administration decide who qualifies as a refugee. All these illegals have already been coached by NGOs and Biden's State Department to say the right things. I am being afraid of being called, killed in my own home country. I was afraid to stay in some of the other countries I passed through, and I'm afraid to stay in Mexico. Those kind of statements so that they may readily qualify as refugees for the Biden regime screeners who are already poised to usher them on in with cash cards, transportation to anywhere in America on the taxpayer's dime. You know, much like the poor, scared young migrants who recently tried to beat two New York, New York City cops senseless only to be arrested and subsequently released without bail. And were then handed a plane ticket to California by New York's Mayor Adams. And as they left the courts, they flipped the finger to the news people. My friends, there it is. Staring all of America in the face. And this is Biden's fast-track amnesty from hell. These illegals aren't scared. They don't really want to be a productive, contributing, law-abiding citizen in America's society. They simply want any and everything that they can get for free from our federal government and the sweat and the hard work of American taxpayers. Think about this. On Tuesday... As I was reading economic headlines, there's one interesting one that I shared, I believe. <laughs> Got to find it. Not finding it. Ah, here it is. Talking about Washington State. New report highlighting how federal COVID funds were used in Washington State to give one thousand dollar checks to illegal immigrants who were ineligible to receive federal economic impact payments during the pandemic due to their immigration status and so that report came out of the economic policy innovation center which pointed to money administered by the coronavirus state and local fiscal recovery fund which was created by the American Rescue Plan Act, which was intended to help state and local governments with their response and recovery from the COVID-19 pandemic. Washington State 
receive $4.4 billion in funding overall from that program. And yet Washington State has contributed $340 million that went to a program that sent $1,000 checks to illegal immigrants in the state. Why, do you come for the monies? Think about it. We, we've got to remember that part of this deal includes chain migration and reuniting these fine, upstanding citizens of the world with their family members, bringing in millions of more new bodies. And we have an ever-increasing amount of civil disruption and upheaval and an exponential increase in crime, which is a direct result of hordes of illegal alien invaders flowing across our southern border. We must do all we can to round them up, send them back across the Rio Grande immediately, rather than thrust them upon the backs of the American taxpayer is an unwanted responsibility to feed, to clothe, to house, especially during this time when so many Americans are struggling just to take care of their own homes and families. You begin to understand these Illegals don't respect U.S. law, and they didn't when they broke into America. And they have regularly shown and still show each and every day that they do not respect any other U.S. laws or our citizens and law enforcement officers. They're smuggling, they're selling their drugs, they're raping and murdering our daughters whenever the mood hits them. And as recently noted by Senator Bill Haggerty of Tennessee, hey, see, I don't care what party they belong to. Yeah, Haggerty's a registered Republican. And maybe he's one of the good guys. I don't know. But he noted that one portion of the bill includes an eye-popping $1.4 billion for NGOs to resettle illegal aliens in your communities via airplane tickets and hotel rooms. That's nearly double the amount that was contributed in fiscal year 2023. Oh, and... <laughs> Their lovely little package includes nine point, I'm sorry, $933 million available immediately with no conditions. So now we go to Up Chucky Scummer. He and his fellow Democrats knew that that bill was doomed from the very beginning. 
but they con the Republican leadership to go along with him. Senator McConnell and Langford did their best to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. All at a time when every other major point on the border issue stood in favor of the Republican position, calling for its immediate closure and the return of all illegal aliens back across the river. Oh, yeah. Schumer has given the Biden the ammunition for the 2024 election. That's, of course, questionable as to where whether Biden will be the selected individual. Of course, Schumer will now say that, well, see, I tried, but Trump and his Republican allies stood in the way. And McConnell and Lankford were complicit in this attack on Trump because they've allowed a new narrative in support of the illegal alien Trojan horse that portrays Biden as having offered a real solution which he supposedly created. When Biden painted Trump and Speaker Johnson as the main obstacle standing in the way of compromise. I don't think Speaker Johnson could stand in the way of any compromise. I don't think he's got that much guts in him. Trump just continues to run his mouth. But then, of course, you see, that's what Mitch McConnell, the champion of America, lasts. That's what he does best. Sandbags, sabotages, conservative, freedom-minded Republicans. He's done it since aught seven. Uh, that means 2007. Depicting them somehow as the extremists of the Republican Party. As he himself betrays America with each new opportunity. It's interesting with the McConnell thing. I Somehow, there's some website that's gotten a hold of one of my email addresses, and they send me stuff every single day. And just for poops and giggles, I've gone ahead and clicked on some of the headlines. One of the headlines today claimed that, that McConnell had basically quit last night and was walking out. And yet you go open up an article and read it, it's all BS. It makes no other reference to McConnell quitting or retiring or anything else. Uh, McConnell is like Biden. He's physically beyond capabilities any longer. Mentally, he's certainly been beyond any real capabilities for a very long time. But it's insane, this stuff you see. Now, Senator Marco Rubio issued an illuminating tweet on the reality behind the scenes when he said that Biden people admit that they don't want to secure the border. What they want is bipartisan support for a Senate bill they know is dead in the House and that he will never enforce anyways. And then he can keep the border open and blame the House Republicans for it. My friends, there's some simple things that we need to understand. Our border crisis will not be solved as long as a tyrant who already violates existing U.S. law at every opportunity sits in the White House. 
No one in their right mind believes that some new border deal is the answer. And even if a new border law might create a more secure border, Biden and the Democratic Party communist allies will simply violate it as well. At any point in the future of their choosing and whenever it serves their political agenda. Republicans should not be trying to create any damned new border law. They must demand that Biden enforce existing immigration law and seal and secure the border now. And if necessary, they need to refuse to fund the Biden regime and shut down the federal government until such time as he actually does act to seal the borders. And then hope conservative Republicans take both houses of Congress in 2024 and reinstate all of Trump's border policies immediately. But you see, my friends, the saddest part of all of it is that the complicity of turncoat turncoat Republicans in this entire sordid, sorry mess. Oh no, they agree with Biden and Schumer, if only for different goals. But they all think they know better than the everyday ordinary American who goes to work each day to provide for their families and who are an integral part of the engine that drives America. The engine that drives America into the hole in the ground. The Biden regime and its allies don't care about traditional America and its culture. And they'd prefer to see us lose our independence and our ingenuity and our individualism as they work overtime to dumb down Americans to be just as dependent and ignorant and desperate as the current flood of illegal aliens are. And they want us all to submit, to sit down, to silence our dissent, to simply take whatever shit they throw our way as they reduce us to poverty and serfdom. Oh, d- does that does that upset you that I use that word? You know which word I'm talking about. The one that rhymes with sit or it. Let me tell you something, if you're offended by my using that word and you're not offended by what's happening to us because of the crap that's going on in D.C., then you don't get it. And to be honest with you, maybe it's time you tune out. Not of just this program. Tune out listening to anyone who shares these kind of comments and stories, whether they have guests or don't have a not. This is what we're facing. We have a group of people in this country who consistently choose the path of evil over good. They have no business being allowed within a thousand miles of the reins of power in any U.S. public office. When it's already evidenced and known that their actions only bring harm to all Americans. It's one thing if they want to endanger themselves and their loved ones or set them up to be killed. But it's quite another 
when they're trying to drag the whole damn nation along with them in national suicide and murder of the American culture. All I submit is to never back down, my friends. Never let them silence you. Never let them silence up. Fight back with every means and method at your disposal. As if your future and your life and the lives of your friends and family depend on it. Because I'll tell you what. Because it really does depend on it. Commentary, Justin O. Smith. February 7th. Two pit vipers and a weasel walk into a bar. The problem is we've got a lot more than just two pit vipers, and we got a whole hell of a lot of weasels. How can people not get it? It just simply amazes me. All of this just jumps up. I mean, this is, I shared this with you, I think, the other day, that we published on federalobserver.com one of the most amazing YouTube videos that I have ever watched and or listened to. Governor Christy Noem, Republican of South Dakota. You see, that to me is not that important. But what became important is she addressed the joint session of the South Dakota legislature specifically dealing with these issues on our southern borders. The invasion. And that's what it is, my friends. It is the invasion. It's amazing stuff. I look at some of the other headlines, some of the other pieces we have posted. Conservative activists does not believe the abortion issue will provide the big wins that Democrats are hoping for this fall. And according to a recent Harvard-Harris poll, immigration is the top issue for voters ahead of this year's presidential election. 35% of respondents listed immigration as their paramount concern. 32% being inflation is a close second. 35% of the respondents only squatted about the immigration invasion issue. Because I'm going to submit that they, members of our we the people crowd, they are ignoring immigration at their own peril. At our own peril. Another article I shared with you entitled, and this is written by Larry Elder, who I have a lot of respect for. The article is entitled, The New Gold Rush, The American Border. My subheading was, no, 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 not that kind of gold rush. Elder tells us that a CPB agent showed him a cell phone video depicting migrants coming across the border while flashing their middle fingers. And they talked at length about traveling 
to give a speech. Stayed in a hotel where a group of U.S. Customs and Border Patrol protection agents were also staying. Spoke to several, mostly men, but a couple were female. The average person he spoke to had been with the agency for over seven years. And many of those folks told him all off the record that before the Biden administration, they thoroughly enjoyed their life, their job. Many were retired military members, felt that protecting the border allowed them to continue their service to the country. But now many of them say they're counting down the days until retirement. Oh, there's far more to the story. But we share the basis with you. It is so much, it's so shocking. I published a cartoon last week. Senate Bill 4 in Texas allows state police to arrest immigrants crossing the border, but the federal government says the law is unconstitutional. And then in the cartoon, Governor Abbott states that you're suing me, saying it's against the law for me to save Texas? I'm suing you because I want it to be against the law to save America. Other headlines, war tensions, the army of God convoys headed to the southern border. I'll tell you, the media has jumped on that and done all they could to destroy those people. Oh, there's some stupid people involved with that, too, okay? Yeah, they talk about peaceful assembly. The the convoy begins January 29th. February 3rd, the, the final rally locations will be in Eagle Pass, Texas, Tucson, Arizona, and San Diego, California. Calling all truckers, bikers, law enforcement, veterans, military, elected officials, business owners, ranchers, and freedom-loving Americans. The time is now for we, the people, to peacefully assemble in honor of our constitutional rights to call on our government to take action and secure our borders. Make your voices heard, America. Roll with us. But the media has not been on their side. And yet some of the other headlines we look at, half of all U.S. governors side with Texas in the border dispute over security and say that he is leaving the country open to invasion from illegals, he being Joey. Over half America's governors are backing Texas Governor Greg Abbott in his bitter standing off with, standoff with Biden over who should have the authority to apprehend migrants at the border. Somebody, thank God, has got the gall to fight this. The video that I referenced with you the other day, terrifying video of a border crosser saying, you're going to know who I am. It's just another reminder that Biden's policies are letting terrorists come into this country. Oh, yeah. This is a shocking video of a migrant crossing illegally into this country, issuing an eerie Warning displaying the terrifying reality of Biden's border policies. And the video shows what appears to be a Middle Eastern migrant giving an ominous warning to a reporter after crossing the U.S.-Mexico border into Arizona. And the man said, if you were smart enough, you'd know who I am. But you're really not smart enough to know who I am. You're going to know who I am soon enough. That sounds like a threat to me. 
an intense opinion piece that we published, Texas border stunt, a clash between Texas and the Biden administration over who controls the Texas-Mexico border continues to escalate. Another piece, rulers send troops to Texas amid civil war fears. These are all headlines that deal with this insanity. We're hurling towards a hot civil war, people. One form or another. The Biden blackmail intensifies, won't shut the border until Congress coughs up Ukraine and Israel funds. Biden sets deadline on half of U.S. governors supporting Texas. The Fed's backing down. They will not remove the razor wire at the border. Republican governors have already sent troops to Texas amid civil warfare. A lot of that's a week or so old that we published. Supreme Court not done with border issue while Texas vows to hold the line. Biden endorses emerging deal to give U.S. power to clamp down on border crossings. What a bunch of bull crap. He endorses an emerging deal? Yeah, well, it didn't pass. And then I took a look at a poster type thing that was done some years ago. Bunch of immigrants on it, from obviously from different nations. China, Middle East, who knows where. Obama was the president when this thing was done. Newly arrived immigrants fight for your right to America's wealth through government services. And the poster goes on to say, help Obama to fundamentally transform the U.S. into a socialist country. Isn't that what is happening And, of course, there's all these rumors that it's Obama that's behind Biden telling him exactly what to do. Now, at the bottom of the poster, it says, Your only loyalty now is to the Democrat Party. And then you look at Denver, Colorado. A city of 710,000 people now having to cope with 40,000 illegal invader arrivals. Denver officials conduct two sweeps of migrant encampment in one week. Ex-FBI officials warn Congress of new and imminent border danger. The country has been invaded. Many fear we're on the brink of civil war as Republican governors of 25 states stand with Governor Abbott. And it goes on and on and on. A, a, A very interesting headline. Okay, I'm with you, man. Got about 45 seconds, and I'm going to leave one thing. After landing on the beach in San Diego, a bunch of illegal immigrants just flat up and vanished. There's a lot to consider here, people, and a lot to understand. And so when I think about that opening piece of music we learned, used at the beginning of the hour, yeah, they're coming to America, okay? But not for the reasons that were sung about in that song. Stay with us. I'll be back in a few minutes for the second hour.
of perspectives on America.
Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth.